and thank you so much for your company today. Um, it's the wrong end of the day for me usually, isn't it? But um, I'm just filling in for Gary for one day. And yes, Gary's fine. He just needed to have a day off for some personal reasons. He'll be back bright and early tomorrow morning. Um, thanks to Carl and Milsey for a great brekkie show. Uh, coming up on the program today, your usuals. Paddy Sweeney is going to be in for all your sporting news. And we'll check out the next hot thing in rec restaurants with Max Van Heysen. Um, the host of The 100, comedian Andy Lee, is going to have a chat later in the program. He's a funny man and The 100 is quite a fun show and they're doing a Valentine's Day special so we thought it'd be fun to have a chat about that. Um, I'm keen to know what you think about Barnaby Joyce's unfortunate incident on the weekend. It wasn't a good look, was it? Well, it was Friday actually but uh, we'll catch up on the fallout from that uh, later this hour. But you can tell me anytime what you think, One double three. 882 or you can send me a text on 0487 992 Stay listening today for our We Are 6PR code word and later in the show you'll have a chance to win $500 because $1,000 went off in Brecky this morning. But remember, no hello, just answer the phone with We Are 6PR and if you know the code, you'll get 50 bucks for just doing that. And if you know the code word, which I'll give you a bit later, then you can win 500 on top of that, the prize in our gazump quiz this week, even though Gary's not here, we're still gazumping, is tickets to the brilliant Graham Nash of the Hollies and Crosby Stills Nash and Young fame. I'm a fan, so I reckon that's a great prize. Um, so you need to listen each, we'll have one clue per hour throughout the program uh, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully you'll work it out and win. Sean's done the gazump quiz today, so it might be a bit tricky. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, just also coming up uh, later in the program is, can you can you imagine? I was just saying this to Milsey and Carl, cutting down beautiful established trees to make way for a temporary entertainment venue. Well, it's happening in a Perth suburb, so we're going to find out why people aren't happy about that. All that and much more coming up soon. Mostly I want to hear from you. You know the drill, one double three eight eighty two, or text me on 0487-999-882. You can even send an email, mornings at 6pr.com.au. But most of all, let's have a chat. Can't call? Send Gary a text. 0487. Uh, well, don't know what happened there, <laughs> but something went wrong. Uh, but we sorted out. Um, Look, you would have noticed, you'd have to be under a rock if you didn't notice that supermarkets are under, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> under the spotlight at the moment. There's a raft of inquiries into pr price gouging and unfair practices and, you know, and, and the way that pricing is affecting consumers. Well, today the Australian newspaper's Eli Greenblatt has written a story saying that Coles is now asking its non-food suppliers to cut their costs so Coles can cut theirs. Gary Mortimer is Professor of Marketing and Consumer Behaviour at the Queensland University of Technology Business School and he joins me now. Hi, Gary. Good morning. Great to chat. Yeah, you too. Uh, is this a bit rich of Coles, trying to have their discounts funded by other businesses? Yeah, I'm not really entirely sure if it is or not. I mean, ultimately, supply negotiations, contractual negotiations between producers, suppliers, manufacturers and retailers happen all the time, and uh, and I know that sort of in Coles's uh, submission to uh, the Senate inquiry recently, 
that they put forward some claims that uh, even in 2021, um, they've received around about 1,100 requests from suppliers to increase the cost. So in in other words, they wanted they wanted more payment, uh, and that increased substantially in 2022. I think what we're now seeing is uh, you know, inflation um, coming under control uh, in certain pockets, um, d- deflation, um, and, and now it's about, again, the negotiation to say, well, listen, you know, ca- can we negotiate lower cost prices? Um, so the, the negotiation between the two parties will always be based on price. But the thing is that what we have seen over the years, I think it's fair to say that primary producers, farmers, have been undercut by these big supermarket chains. Yeah, I mean, again, I I mean, that's certainly the narrative. And I think that's what the inquiries will will look at, particularly the ACCC's inquiries, whether or not there's been any sort of, um, I guess, power imbalance or uncomfortable behaviour between retailers and, and suppliers. Um, yeah, but in, in, in many cases today, we you know we're seeing um, you know d- direct supply contracts with um, with retailers now, uh, which provides a better price to primary producers. We saw a lot of milk producers uh, and milk farmers, dairy farmers, uh, signing direct contracts to supply supermarkets. Same with the meat um, and particularly the beef industry as well. I mean, I, I mean, certainly the narrative at the moment has been around price gouging, uh, anti-competitive behaviour. Uh, and, and essentially, while there's no research, no research, certainly no evidence to support that, and that that's what essentially these these inquiries will look at, particularly the ACCC inquiry. Is one of the problems, Gary, that um, supermarkets are you know very fussy when we're talking about produce, fussy about their produce, so that I know that they do things. I think Woolies call it the odd bunch, and mm. um, and Coles call it imperfect. Or I'm perfect vegetables which don't look as good but should we be kind of moving away from that and just selling stuff that tastes good and is perfectly good but doesn't have you know that that might have a little blemish here and there yeah listen when we think about fresh produce and even probably even into the the meat categories as well i mean as as consumers we're very um focused on quality and and i and listen i do this myself i was in a supermarket only yesterday buying apples and 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 looking at you know i won't take that one that's got a slight blemish on it um now all the retailers including aldi will also put these sort of imperfect you know, types of products on the shelf. But what we find more commonly is that people don't buy them because they might be misshaped or, or, or not aesthetically pleasing. Um, you know, th- this idea about ugly food, it was called, came out of uh, Infomar- uh, Intermarché, it's a French retailer responding to EU focus around food waste uh, almost a decade ago now. And we saw a- a- Asda follow suit, we saw... Um, um, uh, Aldi follows suit, particularly across Europe. Uh, but interesting, enough, Tesco's um, said that they wouldn't uh, do that because their buyers or their, conser- their consumers wouldn't buy those types of products. And maybe your listeners w- would say, when it comes to buying fruit and veg, we do expect certain standards. Mm, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, the inquiries that are coming up, because you, you know, this is your area, Gary, the inquiries that are coming up, looking into uh, Coles and Woolly, uh, Woolies in particular, what do you think that they're going to find? 
Uh, really interesting. Um, I think that there's a number of inquiries happening at state level. I've got, you know, we've got one here in Queensland underway. I don't exactly know what the state level or state senate inquiries will actually do. There's no sort of legal framework or, you know, to make adjustments or changes. The ACCC, on the other hand, does have the laws in place to make changes. Listen, it may find greater price transparency might be required. Uh, you know, I don't know how they do that. It may possibly be category-based because I don't think there'll be any way um, you could do it by product. E.g., you know, uh, you can't imagine Aldi, Coles, IGA Group, and all the other sort of grocers that play in the market um, displaying the cost price they pay for a product no. and the retail price because they, that's commercially confident. Um, but it, but it may be category-based. It may say that the average. Um, percentage gross margin for fruit is um, 13%. Dry groceries might be 6%. Um, there might be that transparency. I think what it might also do is identify if there is any unconscionable contract taking place, any power imbalance. Um, you know, suppliers who we called upon, there was an inquiry back um, all over a decade ago looking at sort of uh, um, the relationship between suppliers and retailers, yeah. finding that, you know, um, if there's any sort of conduct in, in place that needs to be corrected. And there's obviously a voluntary code of conduct as well. Well, that thing that we saw that they were basically saying that the price was down, down or whatever it might be, whatever the slogan might be. And in fact, it, it had just gone up and then they bring it back down again. And, you know, it's not, not a good look, is it? No, and there's certainly um, and there's certainly um, legislation around um, price legislation. So while, while I think we all accept that over time prices will go up, and the price of cars goes up, the price of houses goes up, naturally the price of groceries go up. And it's always fun to look at sort of the really old 1970s, 1980s uh, catalogues online and saying, gee, I can't believe you know laundry detergent cost two dollars yeah. back then, now cost nine dollars. So we know prices always go up progressively. Um, you know, and, and I guess, you know, what we need to be making sure of is that, that those prices aren't going up more than what, you know, we'd expect to. And, and, I, and I think, to be perfectly honest, just as households are doing it tough with increased cost of living, you know, increased insurance, you know, electricity goes up, body corporate rates go up, interest rates go up, businesses are also facing those input costs as well. And I think that's just a response to that. That's why we're seeing higher prices across the sector. Yep, fair call. Gary, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Take care. Uh, Gary Mortimer there, Professor of Marketing and Consumer Behaviour at QUT, QUT. Love to know how you feel about supermarkets um, leaning on suppliers to lower prices. Um, do you think the supermarkets are ripping us off? Um, Bernie says on the text line, this is a bit rough, Bernie. Bernie says, can Coles and Woolworths ask the government and unions to cut wages and superannuation to cut costs? Lower wage overheads would help a lot. Bernie, do you want to take a pay cut so you can get cheaper groceries? Don't think so. Does anybody agree with Bernie on that? Uh, love to know. Um, you know, the, the supermarkets are saying that they make less than four cents on every dollar we spend. So what do you reckon? One double three eight eighty two. Give me a call. I'd love to have a chat.